0: Thanks for joining me province-wide today. My name is Jalen Nye, the host of 630 Chet Afternoons in Edmonton. Today also taking care of the drive on CHQR 770 in Calgary. uh, As Ted Henley away for a couple of days, you can get a hold of me anytime. 780-496-0063 for the Ched listeners and in Calgary, 403 974 8255. All right. So we, we heard uh, from that news conference earlier today, uh, Jason Kenny, the premier, along with the jobs minister announcing, you know, some new help uh, for businesses to meet some of the challenges that have come with implementing the restrictions or the vaccine exemption program. So this is what's happening. Small and medium-sized businesses who are taking part in the program uh, are going to be receiving a one-time payment of 2000 dollars uh, as well. There's going to be. Some training being offered for the program uh, as well, for worker safety training, so when they have to enforce the the exemption program. So some some good news on on that front. Uh, the Premier also saying that they are going to implement um, some new legislation to help businesses and workers. To
1: protect workers on the front line from harassment and mistreatment, we will be doubling the maximum fine for mistreating public-facing workers from $2,000 to
0: $2,000 to $4,000. Annie Dormuth is the Director of Provincial Affairs, Alberta, for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Hi, Annie hi how are you doing i'm doing really well thanks for joining me this afternoon all right so some some help coming to small medium-sized businesses uh, across the province one of the things that jumped out at me though annie was that the funding is not immediate it's going to take about four to six weeks to get this program up and running Uh, how much of a concern is that for you and from um, you know small and medium-sized businesses that you're hearing from well definitely you know first of all of course this funding not make any business whole right now. Just
1: getting amount of revenue losses small businesses have suffered for a few years now. And of course, uh, and of course, the debt load that they are carrying because of the pandemic. But it will be helpful, and we do thank, uh, first of all, the government for listening to many of our recommendations and incorporating that into today's announcement. But definitely, that four to six week wait period is something that jumped out at us. Um, small businesses are still no we near back to making normal revenues um, across the province, only around 30% reporting back to normal sales. So this funding is definitely needed now for small businesses, and uh, you know it is a little bit concerning also that we hear because we are still hearing from some small businesses and working with the government on getting funding uh, to business owners who are still waiting for that repayment of the SME relaunch grant. Mm-hmm. So do call on the provincial government to hopefully um, speed up four to six weeks, um, make it you know, quickly available now, and of course um, avoid some of the problems that happened uh, during the third launch of the SME relaunch grant.
0: Annie Dormuth joining us this afternoon with the Canadian Federation of Independent uh, Business. Annie this you know when when the vaccine exemption program came into place a couple of weeks ago we heard from a lot of businesses talking about the challenges that they were facing and and the worries about security safety about implementing this program. Some businesses talking about hiring security security guards to help them with this. The province announcing this one million dollars to go to training, what does that look like? Do you have any more details on on how that is going to unfold? How um, how business owners are going to be able to grab onto that and and implement it? No, and unfortunately
1: not. And that's something also that really, you know, kind of caught me by surprise that there seems to be this little bit of a caveat in it saying that select industry associations will be eligible to access this training. Very important that, you know, this training is made eligible to all small businesses that are impacted or have chosen to implement the REP and not just limited to this, you know, select industry associations still quite clear on that definition. So working with the provincial government to hopefully expand that and just ensure all small businesses can access it Um, so definitely one thing again that did uh, caught my Mm -hmm. eye in today's news release and hopefully we can get more further details from the government on that front
0: yeah and I think you know oftentimes when when any of these programs have been announced over the past 20 months you know they come out and then we we find out more details in the days to come and we and you you have to you have to figure it out and go through some fine lines here and there (laughs) Annie before I let you go um, you know it was interesting to hear as well about this leg- legislation uh, that they're working on to protect uh, businesses who require vaccinations for employees or put in place the the rep program uh, from legal challenges I, yeah, what have you been hearing from your from your members and and from businesses across the province about the concern on that front Well,
1: I do have to say, and again, kudos to the Alberta government. They are the first provincial government in Canada that has first made funding available for proof of vaccination and funding for training supports, as well as will introduce legislation that basically protects business owners from legal challenges from their staff and customers. And Uh I do say and customers, because actually the Saskatchewan government was the first to provide that protection for their staff. But this now, you know, covers kind of all concerns with regards to that front and what we have heard from business owners is one of their main concerns from you know any type of proof of vaccination across the country is that potential legal challenge or liability risk. We have data that showed that you know 75 percent 80 percent of Alberta small businesses and I think that's that was the same number nationally that did say governments were not doing enough to address that legal question Mm. in any of their proof of vaccination mandates. So very much kudos to the Alberta government for really listening to the voices of small businesses on that front and addressing that again on the employer-employee relationship standpoint and
0: also the customer side. Annie, sure appreciate making time for us this afternoon. Thanks for this. Of course, it's always great to be on the show. Yeah, take care. Annie Dormouth is the director of provincial affairs, Alberta, for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. You know, when you talk about, you know, this protection from from legal challenges. I th- and I think that's that's really interesting. I have to tell you, I was at a I was a restaurant in Edmonton uh, a couple of weeks back, and was talking with the uh, with the owners of the restaurant. And it's a it's a privately owned restaurant. It's not a chain restaurant, but they put in place that all of their employees needed to be vaccinated and they lost a couple of employees and there was you know the back and forth on that but they thought that that was best and I know I've heard from a lot of you over the past number of months uh, well actually the past couple of weeks uh, mainly since this program was put in place saying okay well hey you know what I have to show proof of vaccination but what about you know the serving staff and the rest of the employees who are there there are there are places there are restaurants there are you know uh, venues that are saying you know this is what we're doing and it was fascinating to listen to these restaurant owners saying this is what we're going to do and these are the reasons why we are doing it um so you know if you get a chance and you're wondering i mean find the manager talk to them um you know have a have a reasonable conversation with them. Was, uh, I threw out a question for you earlier about this news about Pfizer Canada saying it's in the final stages of working with Health Canada on that formal request so kids between 5 and 11 can be given the COVID-19 shot in the coming weeks asking you your thoughts.